Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is January 9th. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block and we're going to continue in Luke chapter 2. Now we finished off yesterday with the birth of Christ. It says she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in the manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now, swaddling clothes was a Jewish tradition. In fact, it goes beyond that. Jewish mothers believed that they were to salt their newborn children to preserve their skin. And so chances are Christ would have been rubbed down in salt if Mary and Joseph had access to it, and then would have been wrapped in these three to four inch bands all over their body. Jewish tradition also said that these babies would stay swaddled like that for up to three months. And so there was a chance that that swaddling lasted for quite a while for the Savior. Continuing on, we're going to hear about the shepherds in this story. And I absolutely love the shepherds. We talked about them during Christmas week. Hopefully I don't repeat too much of what was said then, but I absolutely love the lessons that we can learn from them. Starting in verse eight, it says, and there were in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Now, let's just pause right there really quick. It says, in the same country, there were shepherds. Now, it's interesting because we know that Bethlehem was near to Jerusalem. It was around five miles away. And so all of these fields around Jerusalem, around Bethlehem, that were kept for sheep, most likely would have been fields that were used to keep the sheep for the temple. And so here, these shepherds, they weren't just shepherds, they were temple shepherds. Now, the question is, why are they out here? Why in the middle of the night, when everyone else is sleeping, why are the shepherds here abiding in the fields? And there are a few reasons for it. First of all, if these are temple sheep, then it's so important that the shepherds are there to fight off predators, to make sure that no harm come to the sheep. Because remember, Temple sheep have to be flawless. They can't have been maimed or damaged by predators. And so it's very important for these temple shepherds to make sure that the sheep stay pure and flawless. But secondly, and almost even more importantly, we believe that Christ was born in April. And April was lambing season. So this wasn't just any old time for these shepherds. This was a time when they were there in the fields ready for their sheep to give birth. This was also particularly important because these sheep or some of the sheep that were used for the temple had to be the firstborn. And so these shepherds, they're in the fields waiting, watching for the firstborn lamb to come. Now, how beautiful and how symbolic is it that the angel announces the birth of Jesus Christ first to these shepherds, these temple shepherds, whose job it was to protect the sheep and to keep watch, to be able to recognize when the firstborn sheep would come. In like manner, they did the same thing for the Savior. As they kept watch, they were told and alerted to the firstborn, the only begotten of God, being born so that they could go and bear testimony of it. These shepherds whose job it was to watch for the firstborn are those who were chosen to bear witness that God's only begotten had been born as well. Beautiful symbolism there. I absolutely love it. 
Continuing on, it says, And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Now, something that I love about these verses is how personal it is. Notice it says, Unto you is born this day. Do we, when we consider the Savior, consider that personal relationship with him? Sometimes I think I'm guilty of thinking of the Savior in a more general way, the Savior of the world, right? But do I remember that he was born unto me, for me? That this was a very personal mission of the Lord. And yes, even though he saved us all, he saved me individually as well. I love how personal that sounds. Unto you is born this day. Verse 12, And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Now, I love that last verse. President McKay once said, How simple these words, how deep, how comprehensive their significance. At Christmas time, we celebrate his birth in whose mission on earth? First, God is glorified. Second, the earth is promised peace. Third, all men are given assurance of God's good will toward them. I think that that's so beautiful. Here, it's teaching us about Christ's mission. First, to glorify God. Second, to bring peace to the earth and to teach us that God has good will towards us, that he loves us. In what way has Christ done those things for you? How does he point you to God? How does he teach you of God's endless love towards you? And in what ways does he bring you peace? I love that simplicity of that threefold mission of the Savior there in those verses. Continuing on, it says, And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into the heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us go now, even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. It is powerful to me that this scripture makes a point to tell us about the haste in which the shepherds left. They say, come, let us go now. It's not, hey, it's late, you know, we probably shouldn't interrupt in the middle of the night. It's, you know, we'll, we'll visit first thing in the morning. No, they were alerted to the birth of Jesus Christ and they were anxious to go. Let us go now. And then it says, and they came with haste. My friends, when we have the opportunity to come to better know the Savior, how do we approach that opportunity? Do we procrastinate and say, well, I'll get to it in the morning? I know that I can be guilty of that sometimes when it's late at night, I'm super tired and I need to study my scriptures or I need to pray or do something that would strengthen my relationship with the Savior and it's late. Sometimes it's easy to say, oh, well, I'll take care of that in the morning. I'll work on that in the morning. But when we have the opportunity in our lives to connect with Jesus Christ, when we have that opportunity in our days to strengthen our relationship with him, to strengthen our testimony of him, how do we approach it? Are we anxious to go now? Are we anxious to make haste in our efforts to come to Christ? Sister Cheryl Lant, who served as primary general president, once said, 
What does it mean to seek the face of the Savior? Surely it means more than just recognizing his picture. Christ's invitation to seek him is an invitation to know who he is, what he has done for us, and what he has asked us to do. Coming to Christ and eventually seeing his face comes only as we draw close to him through our faith and our actions. It comes through a lifetime of effort. And my friends, I testify that even though coming to Christ is a lifetime pursuit, it is a pursuit that we can begin now and we can begin with haste, not procrastinating our opportunities to come unto him, not worrying about what else we have to do during the day, but focusing first on coming to the Savior, coming to him with haste, trusting that everything else will work out as we seek to find him first. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. 